I feel very comfortable in my skin. I'm more confident when I talk to folks. In the end, it's just, I feel much better and I feel more positive with life in general than where I was. So that's a very amazing part of this experience. It's like the gift you get that you didn't know you were going to get, but it, it comes as a byproduct of the body getting healthy. I'm so glad you're experiencing that. Correct. Your mindset changes. And at this point, if I put my mind to it, I'm pretty sure I'll accomplish it. It may take me a while. And if I don't, then I'll learn something from it and I will go back and find another way to to get there. You know, I'm just more positive about things. Hey there, my friend, it's Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. In just a moment, you're going to hear a story and a testimony from one of our amazing program members, Steve Alexander. Steve is a 54-year-old father of three girls, and he used our program starting in 2019, right after July 4th, to go on and lose 190 pounds. Steve started this program at just knocking on the door short of 400 pounds, and he's lost nearly 200 pounds since. And I think Steve's story is very important because it really illustrates the fact that you're never too old or too far gone to start and to start losing weight and to create something that's absolutely incredible. I mean, now Steve, 200 pounds effectively gone, is running half marathons now. He's enjoying new energy and vitality with his daughters. He has a more positive outlook on life. And all of this really came from the fact that he had the courage to start a program, and he worked it. So without further ado, let's introduce Steve Alexander and hear about his incredible stories, incredible weight loss, and all the amazing changes he had along the way. All right, Steve, welcome officially to the Fit Father podcast. Really happy to have you here. Thank you very much. Excited to be here. So you have an incredible story to share. And before we get into that and your journey of losing nearly 200 pounds up to this point, I want you to introduce yourself to the guys and the ladies who are listening to this, you know, your name, your age, where you're from, maybe a little bit about your family, what you do for work, and let's set the stage. Sure. I'm Steve Alexander. I am 54 years old. I'm a divorced father of three girls. You know, uh, they are wonderful parts of my life, um, 26, 23, and 16 years of age. Let's see, I'm a plant manager at a factory that makes educational furniture for preschool and in uh, kindergartens. So we, we build furniture for those type of kids. Actually, that was a new change. I made a change to, to that job recently. So I'm uh, very excited for that. And where are you located? Yeah, I live in Keene, New Hampshire, currently up in the cold area of the world. Cool. All right. So let's get into your fit father journey. What prompted you to find us and where were you at in your life when you did find us? How'd you get started basically? So it was, you know, and I have a really good memory of this. It was July 5th actually of uh, 2020. I was at that point, you know, hugely overweight, 390 pounds to be, you know, approximately. And um, just not, getting along with life very well, you know, feeling kind of spinning, feeling I was spinning out of control to some extent. Um, so I, I remember, you know, just feeling, you know, and it's, I think sometime right, right prior to that, I had some feelings that, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to lose weight. You know, I'm just in the end, you know, I'd done different things that they hadn't worked. Well, 
that's in the middle of COVID and you're starting to read about all the things about, hey, people who are weight, overweight are more susceptible to having complications. And and I at that point, it's like, yeah, I've got to do something here. So I think like a lot of people, I decided to take a few minutes and do a, do a search. So I went into Google and put in some things about, you know, losing weight after 50 exercise for people after 50. And I came across um, one of your videos that, you know, that I happened to look at and I'm going, all right, who's this Dr. Anthony and what's he, what's he, what's he talking about? So um, I started, went back and listened to it and really it connected, you know, what you were saying at the time made a lot of basic sense. And so, you know, at that point I decided, you know what, let me give this a chance. So I decided at that point, I'm just going to jump in and sign up for um, FF30X in just the first phase and see what happens. But I made myself a promise at that moment in time when I did it. If I'm going to jump in there, I'm going to do the whole thing. I'm not going to, you know, like a lot of people, you sit there and say, well, I'm going to do this fad. Well, no, I'm going to follow everything that's suggested to the T um, to see, to give it the real opportunity. Because at that point, you know, I I didn't know where to go. Um, and so, you know, to me, what you what you said made a lot of sense and so from my standpoint i wanted to give it the best opportunity to you know to work and you know and do what i had to do mm-hmm. yeah and so as you're starting the program what are some of the tangible first changes that you're making in your life whether it's your mission statement or switching up your nutrition like what was most impactful in the beginning and what was getting set up on the program like for you you know, the one thing I will say, getting set up in the program, um, the way it's structured works very well. Um, it goes, you know, you've got, it's set up in a way that makes sense. Um, honestly, the, 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 the key factors that I found, and, and when I first, when we first got to the, the discussion of the mission statement, I almost wanted to say, you know, what? I, I don't, why do I need to write a mission statement? You know, and the, then I really read it and thought about it. And, you know, and I said, no, I'm, I promised myself I would follow what was suggested. So I wrote that mission statement. And that is one of the most powerful things to start the program that for the brother. And I see it all the time in the Facebook group where people talk about, you know, struggling and you start saying, well, okay, what's your why? Why are you here? What are you doing? And you come to find out they didn't do the mission statement or they didn't give it, you know, the the effort that they needed to. Since I've been on this journey, I've written my mission statement three times because it changes. Um, you know, what, you know, when I started, my mission statement was, you know, I was, it was about losing weight. It was about being more active with, you know, with my family. My most recent mission statement is being more healthy. It's continuing my health journey. It's, it's learning a little bit more spiritual. It's it's um, being a better boss at work. So it, that is, I think that's misunderstood by many of the brotherhood that, you know, are new people that that mission statement is super critical. I um, mean, the nutrition, you said it, and I know uh, many of us have, have repeated it. Nutrition is 80% of the battle. If you don't do good nutrition, you can't, you can't out exercise a bad diet, no matter what anyone says. And trust me, I've tried for years. Um, you know, I didn't get to 390 pounds, you know, 
overnight. And for many years, I was a very active person. But even when I was very active, um, I spent time in the military. And I, you know, even at that point, I was 240, 260, you know, and so that that's still just dramatically, you know, more than I should have weighed. Totally makes sense. And so when you're starting off that heavy, what were you doing in terms of exercise as you're being to lose weight? Were you walking? Were you starting formal workouts? I mean, I know things have changed a lot since getting that weight off, but what's it like starting from that point? It was a challenge. I went out and again, this is during COVID and everyone is, you know, all gyms are closed and trying to find kettlebells and dumbbells is like, you know, wishing for, you know, something to fall out of the sky. I ended up, was lucky enough to go find a set of seven pound dumbbells. And so I think I started off with the nutrition, then week two, hey, I looked at this Apex 10 thing and yeah, I'm I'm that big, but wow, this doesn't look that hard. Well, um, it kicked my butt. Um, basically I got up to level six. I think after level three, I'm doing push-ups and renegade rows for my knees. Um, but I went up to six and went down. It, and I also incorporated walking. Um, you know, again, I did, you know, I didn't walk super long distance, but I incorporated walking and I also made sure when I, at work where I was working is that I would get up and walk around make sure I was out and around the factory more than I had been, um, less sediment. So again, just trying to be more active in, in general. But yeah, so I made the decision to make sure I incorporated the exercise because I really wanted to make a change. Um, the biggest the biggest part of that was finding time. Um, that's always the challenge, you know. Um, for me, what I ended up deciding to do was I just get up early in the morning. I've always been kind of an early riser, so I just set the clock back initially those 30 minutes initially when I started and and that's what that was my workout time. I get up, um, have my water, um, which was key. And then I just do, I, I go sweat to the old, you know, sweat out and do, do the workout and then, you know, start the day. I think it sounds like to me how instrumental it was that you chose to carve out that time for you as more of a morning guy and make that sacred. Imagine that helped you build a lot of momentum and, and that's something new. And then you were anchoring your first meal of the day with some, what kind of breakfast were you having? And I imagine you're having this sometime after you exercise. Yeah, so at that time, I, I jumped on board with the shake. And I, at that point, I, I think I even had ordered the, the Fit Father uh, Super Fuel. I hadn't come in, so I went out to the local store um, using the guidance that you provided and found a protein that fit the the ratios and, and used that. And so I started with that. I started with a shake. I do a shake to this day, five days a week. And then on Saturday I do, um, I have a, I have a breakfast that's basically two eggs and, you know, just, just to give me something different. Um, and then Sunday is typically a full fast day for me. So nice. What a plan. That's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Really good. And now as you're changing your nutrition, how quickly does the weight start to come off you? Like, what are you experiencing in your first week, two weeks, month? Well, the first month I lost 59 pounds. 59? 5'9? Yeah, sorry, sorry. That's that's the end of phase one. That was 59 pounds at the end of phase one. The first month, I think I wanted to lose 15 pounds. I lost 19 um, in the first month. So Okay. That makes more sense. Again, I was so big that I was a steady weight loser for I didn't hit a plateau for many, many months. 
And it, it, again, it's when you're that big, it's hard not to lose weight if you're doing all the right things. Um, you know, I didn't, you know, occasionally I'd have a day where I didn't see weight come off, but I didn't sweat it because I knew it would come off the next day. Um, you know, for me, I, you know, I, I, you know, when you're that much, when you, when you're that big, you just, it, it will come off if you do the right things. What was it like hitting your first a hundred pound milestone? I mean, there was a mention that was something you were looking forward to, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was mind blowing. Cause like I said, there was a point prior to me starting this that, you know, I was resolute that I'm always going to be over 300 pounds. You know, I'm a six, I'm six feet tall. So I've always carried weight a little different, but you know, when I look at a picture of me then to now it's, I, you know, I can't believe I let myself get to that point. So when I get, when I dropped down and I broke the, you know, basically out of 290, I was ecstatic. Um, and, you know, I was excited to see where I could continue to go. It, the numbers, you know, the weight is, the weight is one number. You look at all my other numbers, they could, they've all trended down my blood pressure number. You know, I, when I started this, my resting heart rate was 84. My resting heart rate um, measured last week because I had to have a surgery done was 54. Wow. Oh, that's, that's a awesome. huge drop to the point. Yeah, well, it's 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 funny because I go in and the nurse says, "Is your heart rate always this low?" And I said, "It's been this way for you know a little bit of time now," because they were going to put me under some anesthesia and they wanted to make sure that you know there's nothing unusual. And I'm saying, "No, no, I'm good." <laughs> but yeah, no, I've had a huge drop in that time, you know, and it, and that's the other reason, you know, I've been borderline diabetes. You know, I have some type two diabetes that runs in the family, so. Uh, you know, if I didn't take care of myself at this point, my, my blood sugars have been fine. They were, they were borderline before, but they're, they're, they're better than they were. Um, so again, everything about this, this journey has helped me be healthier and, and it's great. Let's talk about your girls a little bit, because I know a, a meaningful part of your journey has been being able to start to run some races and half marathon with, with, you know, some of your girls. And I, I imagine thinking from what you're at at 390 now to be able to do this is probably really incredible. What's that experience been like there? Like just with the abilities that you now have. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, you know, basically as, as, as we progressed through my journey, um, it was April last year that, I need, I wanted to change up and do something different. I hadn't run in a long time. Obviously at 390, you weren't going to run anywhere. At that point, I think I was 250 and I decided, you know, I needed to do something different for my, my cardio. Um, I wanted, so I, I started running and I, and you know, so I would go out and do my hits, you know, as a jogger um, or a run or run jogger. Um, then I just, around the 4th of July of last year, there was a, there was a four mile race. You said, you know what? Let me do that. I had I'd done that when I was you know probably ten years ago. So let me redo that one. It'd be fun, kind of fun. I went out and ran that race, and you know my girls were, were excited to see me you know and support me in doing it. Um, and you know it just it kind of lit a fire. It was one of those things. I signed up for it. It gave me something. It gave me a goal. Um, and then the next thing I knew, I finished that race and I kind of looked around and said, Hey, I enjoyed that. Let me find another race. And so I, I found another 5k and did that. And then before I knew it, 
um, what really got me going was there was a post from Craig Taylor about doing the Ragnar, um, the Reach the Beach. And I, re- I saw the post and I'm saying, hey, that sounds kind of interesting. You know, it may be a little bit too much, but, you know, it sounds interesting. Um, let me, you know, and I, I like the post and I remember Craig responds back. And he's saying, so does, you like the post? Does that mean you want to do it? And I'm going, well, yeah, I think it does mean I want to do it. So, so I signed up to do it. Um, and that is probably the, the biggest thing that told me that, it, you know, once I went through that experience, um, for one, I met some real great members of the brotherhood and sisterhood, um, as part of that, cause it's a, it's a relay team. Um, but it made me it helped me prove to myself that I could do longer distances and prepare for them. Um, and what that turned into is I did three half marathons last year from September through basically September, starting in no- October, November, and December. Um, I did three half marathons. So it was just crazy. Um, it, it was, you know, starting from where I was to that doing three half marathons and I'm at the point with my oldest daughter that I've motivated her. She says, dad, can we do a marathon? Can we do a half marathon this year together? So we're both training um, and we will run a half marathon together. The last half I did in Florida, um, I went down to visit with my middle daughter who's living in Florida, spent time with her, went out and did a half marathon, then came back, spent more time with her. Um, Again, just it's, you know, I didn't think of myself as a runner and I still really don't, but I enjoy it. It it gives me that good endorphin and I really enjoy the stress relief it gives, but it also does dovetail into um, the rest of, you know, I still do the MRTs. I still do the strength workouts. I fit those in. In fact, you know, any, any, any research you do with running, it tells you strength training is key um, if you want to do it injury free. So um, you know, I enjoy it. And, you know, I, I do a lot of local running. So I run across, um, Glenn page quite frequently at races. And I'll also run across Lee and Amy Spatch occasionally as well at those races. And so, in fact, we, Amy and, and Lee did the half, one of the half marathons I was at, and that was also one where Glenn did a full. So it was kind of interesting to be able to root them on at the same time I'm doing mine. So it was, it was great. That's beautiful. I mean, I, I use the word beautiful intentionally just to think about how far you came in, in a mere short amount of time. You know, it's just amazing. I mean, in your 50s too, where a lot of people are like, you know, think they're over the hill and and you kind of, and, and you didn't expect to achieve any of this, which I love. You just had the mentality back in that moment on July 5th, where you're just like, I'm going to give this a shot. And then you can astonish yourself to see where you go, right? It's just beautiful. I want to ask you now, what makes this sustainable for you? Because obviously you tried diets and stuff like this before. Why is this different? And do you have the sense that you can keep this up long-term? I mean, I think the answer is yes, but I'd love to hear your perspective on the sustainability of, of why this has been different for you. Well, I think one of the biggest reasons this is different for me is you set up a building block, but you didn't say... it. it you, with a ton of education behind it. So there was, you gave me the why as to why things work the way they do. In some respects, I knew some of it, but I needed someone to say, hey, 
you need to do, you know, this is why this works. And here are some of the, you know, here, and here's the science behind it. I'm an engineer, I'm an engineer by background. So I look at numbers and and I dig into things um, and I try to do as much of the research as I can, you know? So, and in the end, what, what I was able to do is you set up the building blocks and then I turned it into my program. So I look at this as my program, um, you know, so in the end, it's like my nutrition plan. I love to cook. So I've taken the basics you've done before I was buying takeout, bringing it home and eating. I now, I don't need to do that. I can, I can cook it just as quick and make it taste better at home with better ingredients. You know, I like pizza. I make my own pizza. You know, I just make sure it's healthy or as healthy as it can be. And then the same thing with the workout. In the end, you gave me the building blocks, but it's it wasn't like you have to do this. It's not like, you know, here are the things you say, you know, and I'll, I'll go back, you know, you know, I, I go back and I repeat the exercises and the workouts. Um, it, I'm at this point, I'll just interchange them. You know, this week I'll do Apex 10. Next week I'll do Double Trouble, you know, just to, just to keep it going. But it's my, in the end, it's my routine Um you know, but you've given me the basics for it and in in the reasons, you know, why they work. And so, and I think that's the hardest thing that people don't understand. It's like, oh, I've got to follow this to the letter. No, you don't. You, but you've got to understand what, what's there, um, you know, in, and then make it yours. Yeah. That's like literally perfectly said. It's your system, right? I mean, you have your own nutrition system, you know, you know, you found a new love for the importance of food and now cooking and preparing yourself while still enjoying the taste of great foods. With your exercise, you know the kind of boxes that you want to check every week. I'll get an MRT in. I'll do this. This is based on my schedule. I'll do some cardio here, free day here. It's just your own flow. Um, and and you've accumulated enough time in this that the momentum just builds on itself. And you have the skills to like course correct in case there's a free meal, a cheat meal, or anything like that. Oh yeah. And I, and I stumble, you know, there's, there's, there's always those, those cases where you stumble, but you don't get, you don't rat, you don't get wrapped up in it. And, and, you know, right now I just, you know, I, I, I'll share this. I had a, I, I just had a hernia surgery. Actually it was three hernias that had to be fixed. So I am, you know, I'm limited to what I can lift and I'm limited to that. But one of the things I'm trying that I hadn't done was, you know, intermittent fasting. You gave me the tools and the background on how to, how to set that up. I've never done it, but at this point, I can't do the MRTs right now. Um, I can't run. I can walk. You know, they, they're limiting me to walking. So at this point, you know, I, the only thing I can do is focus on the nutrition, which nutrition is 80% of the battle. But let's, let me try the intermittent fasting. And I've been doing that for two weeks. It, you know, it's helped. I'm still slowly losing weight and I'm still, you know, not, not, you know, it's working well. And so you've given me additional tools that something that I didn't think I would do, um, you know, and now I'm trying to think, all right, when I get back to being busy and really active, can I, can, can I sustain the intermittent fasting and do the workouts or am I going to have to make an adjustment? But that's something I'll work through and figure out. And if I need some help, I know I can reach out to the support team and say, Hey, I want to do this. I can reach out to Kat or Ben and and they can help me they can help me, you know, pick the right direction. That's awesome. And I'll say smart move too on using the intermittent fasting while you're recovering. Very, very good. And hey, right, another tool in your toolbox of your system. That's powerful. I want to hear about your mindset because I, I think I'm just, I'm imagining 
at a different stages of this journey for you, you probably thought about yourself a little bit differently or maybe related to, you know, there was a dominance of this certain types of thoughts. How would you categorize that in stages, you know, from maybe beginning, middle, where you are now? How did the mindset change over the course of time? Um, it changed dramatically. When I first started this, I, I didn't say, I wasn't necessarily a negative person, but I had a lot of self-doubt with things. I think, you know, like, like I told, like I said, when I started, you know, I was convinced I'd never see below 300 pounds again. It, you know, and so I just continued to, um, as I saw success, I became more positive in more believing in who I am, um, in, in my abilities to, 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 to succeed. Um, and as I continued to lose, you know, it, it made me more, a more confident person. People that I would interact with at work would notice, you know, not only the physical change, but they'd notice that I would be more and quick to move things, quick to interact. You know, in the end, I, I I would interact with folks, but I would also hang in the back because I wasn't happy with how I looked. You know, at this point, I feel very comfortable in my skin. I'm more confident when I talk to folks. In the end, it's just, I feel much better and I feel more positive with life in general than where I was. So that's a very amazing part of this experience. It's like the gift you get that you didn't know you were going to get, but it, it comes as a byproduct of the body getting healthy. I'm so glad you're experiencing that. Correct. Your mindset changes. And at this point, if I put my mind to it, I'm pretty sure I'll accomplish it. It may take me a while. And if I don't, then I'll learn something from it and I will go back and find another way to, to get there. You know, I'm just more positive about things. Yeah. I think when I hear you say that, Steve, I'm thinking contrasting your initial mindset, which was one of self-doubt, like there was enough hope that you'd try something, but you didn't really believe in yourself and your ability to do it. And for good reason, the evidence at the time was showing you that this was not going great. But now you're at a place of like personal power where you just feel empowered to be able to, if I set my mind to it, it gets done. And how cool is that? Like that's not just health and fitness domain specific. That's like probably anything. I mean, you accomplish such a specific and powerful transformation that you know you have this internal confidence now that you can tackle anything. And like I experienced the same thing in many ways through my different health journeys and, and recovering from healing from my dad passing and building these companies. So I can like relate so much to what you just shared there. I want to say cheers to your personal power, my friend. I'm excited to see how you use it over the coming years. Yeah. When I left my last job to come to my current job, I was confident when I went in the interview. It made me, you know, I walked into there. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew how to, you know, I knew what I wanted. I knew I had the ability to do that job. I would have had the ability before, but I wouldn't have had the self-confidence per se because I would have been more concerned about other things. Um, and, you know, so for, you know, for me, it really it's it's shown me you know the fifth father project has really given me the tools to feel confident in myself and learn more about me again it's a, it's 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 a whole and that's the other thing i guess i will say the program yes it's you know it, it starts off focusing on your health but it's it's more than that it's you know you we get into the mind and the spirit um and you know where are the things in your life that that 
can help build into it because it's all interchange. It's all intertwined. You know, as one area gets stronger, you, you know, the other areas that you, you need to focus on do start showing up and you have to spend some time figuring out those as well. But I feel that if I can do what I just did in fixing my health or improving my health, I don't want to say fixing because it's still got some ways to go, but improving my health, I can pretty much do it anywhere if I put my mind to it. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very well said. I want to pivot here and ask you some questions regarding advice you would give to yourself starting out, having the perspective now that you have gone through this journey. And maybe that advice also applies to like really heavy guys, like guys who are like you that want to be close to 400 pounds that maybe have 150 to 200 pounds to lose to get to, you know, a, a very healthy condition. What, what advice would you give to like very heavy guys starting out on their weight loss journey? Um, start for one, don't let the self-doubt, um, stop you, um, start, but start with the basics. You know, you don't have to, you know, this is the hardest thing that I had to learn is I can't do everything at once. Um, you know, pick a small battle and win it, you know? So for me, the small battle was doing all the prep work, writing the mission statement, start with the nutrition, you know, focus, focus on the, the small things and then move into the next thing. And then once you get the one success, get, go to the next one, but start. Um, we can all come up with reasons not to, but, and that's probably had I, you know, I wish I had found this program two years earlier, to be honest, or three years earlier before I got to the, where I was, because had I, had I found it earlier, you know, where would I be today? You know, would I be, you know, 185, you know, um, and running ultra marathons. I don't know, but I think the, the biggest thing is just starting, you know, it's, we can all come up with excuses not to do something. Don't let yourself come up with the excuses, you know, and that, I think that's my biggest thing. I could, I would always come up with a reason not to do it. Um, you know, you know, you look at Weight Watchers. Oh, I don't want to do that. You know, you look at all these other things. I don't, you know, come up with a reason. I, I, you know, I remember visiting my, my mother in Maine and she pulled me aside and said she was concerned about my weight. And I just said, okay, thank you very much. And I came up with a reason in my head. And this was like two years ahead of, you know, jumping on the journey here. I came up with a reason in my head not to do it. And instead of just saying, okay, I need to, you know, start. It sounds, it sounds simple, but for whatever reason, we all come up with this. We're going to not do it. You know, oh, I, oh, I ate, I ate too much today. So therefore I failed. So I, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to continue. Nope. Just start again. Yeah. That mentality of starting again too, I imagine is very powerful just because there's obviously deviations in this journey and your ability to just restart, start, start. And the more times you start, you continue to move forward. And the more results you get, the more confident you get. And eventually this thing snowballs into where you're at today. Correct. Just one foot in front of the other. A hundred percent. What does it mean to you to be a fit father? Like, what does that word or that phrase, that idea mean to you today? Today it's family. Um, you know, one of the, the things, you know, I've grown, you know, over the last, since I joined, they, you know, there are wonderful people that are part of the brotherhood. Um, and, and it's actually sisterhood too, the ones that I've interacted with. It, it means family. You know, I interact, like I said, on a personal level with several of the brothers. Um, 
I was surprised to find that I was an inspiration. You know, I had a couple reach out to me and said, you know, hey, you know, Steve, you've been inspiring me, you know, in, in on your journey. And it's like, I didn't expect that. But I also was inspired by other folks. So it, it's, you know, it's great to be be with a group of folks that have a similar mindset that want to do improve their life and want to improve, you know, it, the weight's a great benefit, but it's more than that. It's improving life. It's improving family. It's, you know, it's, it's making a change that's meaningful. So from my standpoint, that's, that's really the key. It's, you know, the fit father, the fit father brotherhood is really, it's family, you know, and I, and I, and I truly think that, you know, and sometimes within the family, we disagree, you know, there are times within the brotherhood, I've had brothers tell me I shouldn't run because I'm going to destroy my knees. And it's like, well, thank you for your advice, but my knees seem to be fine and I'm doing fine. But, but I respect who that person is because he's also, you know, doing great things here as well. So, you know, but again, it's, it's family. Yeah. That's a beautiful answer. And I really agree in what can be accomplished when a bunch of like-minded and like-valued people get together in a group centered around positivity and mutual support. It's, it's incredible. I mean, I, I know for a fact that had we just handed you a meal plan and some workout videos without the community, this wouldn't have been as fraction as impactful for you correct, or even for us. Like it's been a privilege to be able to like be with you in this journey, like you're giving us and me personally, I'll speak from my heart, such a gift to be able to see what you've been able to do with this through your own efforts. So it's like this cycle of giving and receiving just like compounds on itself. And yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I know. It's really the, the, the Facebook group when, you know, it's one of those things when, you know, I've never been a huge Facebook person that has been huge with this journey because it is, I used it for the first six months, that was my accountability partner. I would post everything, you know, every workout, everything in there just to, so I did it. And it was interesting when we started training for the Ragnar, I remember someone saying, cause again, I said, I'm an early morning runner. I'm an early morning exerciser. So I would be up, you know, like I said, I adjusted my time. I'd be up and I'd do my runs at three 30 in the morning and people were just, you know, I, I would get this, why are you up so early? Cause I, that's the only time I have. But that for you, but I mean, you're making time because it was important enough for you and because it made you feel good or elsewise you wouldn't have been doing it. <laughs> and that's the thing that's hard to, to explain when you're starting out is like, that seems like a drag, but now for you, this is like something you actually look forward to doing. It's like, I get that. Yeah, correct. Uh-huh. All right. So I want to turn this over to you where one last time, anything you'd like to share in closing? whether that's thanks to specific guys in the brotherhood or just any other words of wisdom um, before we wrap this combo up. Yeah. I think in the end, my, my best words of wisdom go back to if you knew and you're questioning this start, it works, follow the program, write the mission statement, review the mission statement, put it where you can see it, update it frequently. Um, you know, from from a personal standpoint, you know, I, I don't think I could name enough brothers there. You know, there's so many of them that I just respect. It, it, it's, you know, um, and I, 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 I respect all of anyone who, who's on this journey. Um, I hope, you know, hopefully 
I'm here to support you. And, and again, if there's something that they need, they can reach out. I'm here, you know, again, I love them all. Yeah. And that's really, the, that's really a truth. Yeah. And thank you for being such a pillar of inspiration in our community for so many, you know, unintentionally, but that's what you are for so many now. So I want to give you my, my thanks and appreciation because it's special when guys like you come through and really work this thing and you're a shining light just by being who you are to other guys who will follow your suit. And I'm looking forward to seeing the next Steven Alexander in, in his own you know, way, shape or form that he designs his program and sees comparable life-changing results for you. So thank you, my friend. I, I appreciate you tremendously. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Balduzzi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.